I am Kaylee Mansell, a junior here at Kennesaw State, majoring in sports management with the hopes of becoming a sports broadcaster. And I am Riley Robinson, a junior here at Kennesaw State as well, majoring in journalism and emerging media, wanting to become a sports broadcaster. All year long, Riley and I have had the privilege to cover female athletes who we have a special appreciation for as former high school athletes. Yes, and we wanted to start this podcast in the middle of International Women's History Month to go into the rest of the semester just highlighting these women and their on and off the court accomplishments. Again, I'm Kaylee Mansell. And I'm Riley Robinson. And, and this, this is, is Girl Talk. Talk. Let's go, girls. Today on Girl Talk, we got the opportunity to talk to tennis star Brenna Riley. But before we dive into the interview, we want to shout out the new women's basketball head coach, Octavia Blue. Previously, Octavia served as an assistant coach for the University of Miami for nine years, and she was actually the first women's basketball player out of Miami to get drafted to the WNBA. Riley and I are really excited to see what she can bring to the table, and we're really looking forward to covering her next season. Brenda, when I was in high school, somebody once told me that tennis was easy to be good at, hard to master. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree? I, uh, I disagree completely, actually. Oh. Is, I don't even think it's easy to be good at. Like You have to have hand-eye coordination. You have to be able to move. You have to have footwork. You have to, um, you have to be able to think on your feet. Like There's so much that goes into it. And you have to be athletic and mm -hmm. And like have endurance, like matches are like three hours, two to three hours. Like that's a lot of time. So you can't even really be good at tennis. You, I mean, it takes a, it takes a while to be, even be good at tennis, honestly. So I agree, disagree. A lot of people, like it's a misconception. A lot of people think tennis is easy and it's really not. <laughs> that is true. Cause me and Kaylee were talking before this, like when we were coming up with these questions and we both said that we agree cause like, we played tennis in high school. Mm -hmm. We were decent. In. But decent. that might be selling overselling yes. ourselves for like, yeah. but not not obviously masters. I could hit it, but that was about yeah. it. Don't ask me to do a spin, nothing like that. But I agree. I feel like a decent is like the best you can really get unless you're like really trying to like play for like tennis for real and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, next question. So tell us about a just going off of this a tennis technique that basic people like probably wouldn't understand like a technical shot or anything like that? Um, I would say probably topspin or backspin. A lot of people don't realize it's not just, you're not just hitting it flat like a baseball. Like there's a lot of like wrist and like arm movement that goes into it. There's also different types of grips that you can have, which a lot of people don't know. There's, there's like Western and there's like grips that are more flat and more like turned for like spin. So a lot of people don't know that. They just think they just hold it one way and like, that's it. Honestly, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, so I know with you being a senior, um, that athletes were given the option to come back for another year if they wanted to. So do you think that you will come back for next season? Honestly, I would, I would love to come back for another season, but I am going to optometry school. At, <gasps> yes. At UAB. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so there's like no way I could take another season. I mean, I could play there, but I feel like it would be different. I wouldn't want to like play with another team. This is like the one team I would want to play with. Where are you going to optometry school at? UAB. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> you love an athlete that can do both. Yeah. 
student athlete for sure. Oh yeah. But since you were injured most of the season, talk about the program and these young girls that you got to see on the team this season. Oh my gosh. We have improved so much. Um, we just made so many developmental milestones. We've hit so many developmental milestones, honestly, like, um, it's just like, everyone's, everyone's putting so much into the program, our coaches, the girls, and we're, we're such a young team. We have so much more, so much more room to grow. It's just incredible. Like we're like, well, there's only, only way to go is up, honestly. So. Yeah. Well, that being said in your time at Kennesaw, how have you seen the tennis program develop over the years? Oh my gosh. It's been a whole three, a whole 180. Like, um, like my freshman year, we didn't have a great, like, team culture our coaches were terrible and then we got a new coach in my sophomore year and then it, it just improved from there but like my freshman year like we were not doing well like no one wanted to play no one wanted to be there but now like we're really rattling a lot of the top teams um our record was six and nine I mean we really want, lost one home match and we beat like four teams for the first time in program history so it was amazing so going off of your tennis career here at Kennesaw, is there a match that you played in that you would never forget that's just so memorable? Um, I would, I would say it's the last one before COVID hit because I was playing doubles and we beat Jacksonville State for the first time in a while. And um, we, we clinched the doubles point. And then that was the last match I ever played that that year because right after that and we, we we felt like we were rolling like we thought we were gonna like you know like push some people out of conference but like that was the last match I played that year and it was just like it just showed me like there was like how it could be gone in an instant kind of thing and kind of going off of that too is there a team in the ASUN that you have like a not a special hate for but like you just want to beat more of the time yes. <laughs> There is. So we did beat Stetson for the first time this semester in 15 seasons, but FGC, yes, it's crazy. But FGCU is the one that we want to beat. Like last, we basically, we played them recently and we were so close to being them. Like it was points, like a matter of a few points. And it's, it's so close that it's like, there's so much like passion that goes into the match against them that I feel like we can take the next semester, like for sure. So in your career, what have you enjoyed the most, playing singles or doubles? Oh, doubles for sure. I am such a people person, and I like having my partner with me at all times. I like when we can rely on each other. But with singles, you're out there by yourself. You're just like, it's just you and yourself. So it's just not as fun to me. And I don't know. I like doubles. I like the the net game and the like the communication between it. It's just so the energy is so much more fun to me. Yeah, no, in high school, mom would definitely probably be singles because in high school, there would be girls that when we played doubles together, just weren't, they were having a bad game or something. Yes, that happens. Yeah, so I felt like when I played singles, it was all on me if I made a mistake. You know, if you had doubles and you knew you were doing what you needed. So, yeah. No, but that also goes to say a lot about you, though. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, like being a people pleaser and having somebody around you, like wanting to play doubles, like that makes a lot of sense. And like, I, I think very highly of you for that, um, because like Riley said, like, <laughs> I prefer playing singles because I was like, if I'm going to win, it's going to be on me. And if I'm going to lose, I'm going to take the blame for it. Mm-hmm. So that honestly goes to say a lot about who you are as a person. And we admire that. Yes. But oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> have a signature shot like one that you're known for um 
I would just say I'm like annoying on the court. Like people don't <laughs> like playing me. None of my teammates. Like, yeah, they don't like playing me because I'm very like crafty. Like I'll just like slice and lob you or like do mm-hmm. random stuff and win the point. Like no one really like no, everyone hates playing me. So that's I would say I'm signature for just being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's what I was about yes. to say that. I was not expecting that answer, but honestly, that's probably the best answer that you could have given us. That's awesome. No, seriously. I love that. So in your life, when did you first realize that you had a shot at having a collegiate career in tennis? Like, when did you realize you were good? Um, Probably around 14s when I was playing, like, that was probably like the best I was then. Like I was like really into tennis. I was playing tennis like five hours a day and I really wanted to play in college. So I went and did half day in homeschool. Like it was like half day, like for like tennis players and stuff like, and other people who do it like sports. So that's when I realized I wanted to play college tennis for sure. Oh, that's dedication. For sure. Did you have any offers besides Kennesaw? Yes, I did. I had um Rhode Island and those are that was the main one and then I had other ones I had um Western Carolina I had Georgia Southern I had a few others that were like that asked me but they didn't offer me because I told them I wasn't interested so look at you seriously so what made you (laughs) all at the end of the day um I love the girls in the team I knew a bunch of them from junior tennis so I and I also love the dorms and the the um the food honestly I'm telling you you would not believe how many athletes I've interviewed this season especially ones that come from like like the Virginia and Pennsylvania area and I'm like why can the song they're like the comments yes it's so yes oh god (laughs) but I have a question who would be your tennis idol because my answer is going to be the basic Serena Williams answer and I have a feeling yours might not be someone else so I actually like everyone makes fun of me I don't watch tennis that much I used to watch it with my dad a lot but like ever since I came to college I just don't but I do I do love Rafa like if I would have picked someone it'd be Rafa but I just don't I haven't watched tennis in so long (laughs) but yeah kind of change the course of questions here I I hate that I did not see you. Riley and I were actually both at KD Formal on Friday, and I didn't know until after. Oh my gosh, yes. You were there too. <laughs> yes, I was there. <laughs> like, I didn't know until I saw the picture. So I have to know, did you have a good time? Oh my gosh, yes. I've never been to a sorority event, and I was like, I'm going to be a sorority girl for a day. This is so fun. <laughs> So I was like, it was so, it was like weird for me, but also fun. I also like, you know how they were handing out the senior sashes? Yeah. Like I literally just found one and put it on. Like (laughs) you should have. As you should. (laughs) Yes. I spent way too much money there though. Like way too much money. Yeah. Me too. I, we understand what you're, yeah, (laughs) for sure. But yeah, I was so disappointed. I told her, I said, did you know that Brenda was at Katie for Because I saw her, you went with Olivia and I was like, dang, that would have made for a great iconic picture. Oh my God. I was like, no, I didn't even know you were in KD. I should have known that. Oh I'm gosh. a KD and then Riley's an honorary KD. Yes. Oh, fun. <laughs> For sure. Fun. <laughs> but going back to KSU athletics, we have witnessed just being this internship that we are in mm-hmm. that y'all support each other no matter what sport. We go to basketball games and we see the tennis team, the softball team mm-hmm. watching the volleyball games, football, baseball. So just curious question which team do you like watching the best and if you had to play another sport here at Kennesaw besides tennis what would it be 
Um, I would say I like watching soccer the best just because I'm really close with the girls on the soccer team. Mm-hmm. But I think volleyball is also fun to watch just in general. And I would probably play volleyball, but I'd probably be terrible at it. So I can't. Like, <laughs> there's just no way. I absolutely understand that. Yeah, we uh, we have a different appreciation for the women's volleyball team. We go and yes. watch them all season long. And I mean, they're insane. They're mm-hmm. on you. The level of alpha female that is on that volleyball team is ridiculous. For sure. Right? It's yeah. insane. I'm like, how are you able to do that? I can't. Right. If I jump that make far, body I would jump that high. I know. I can. I know. Watch. They're, oh they're, some, they're some of the most athletic women I think I've ever seen in my oh, yeah. life. Yes. Absolutely. And they practice like falling and jumping. And I'm like, I couldn't practice falling and jumping. <laughs> There's just no way I would break an arm. <laughs> so looking ahead, I know you're headed to optometry school, but after that, like, where do you see your future headed? Um, I just want to like move around a lot. I don't want to like get stuck in one place because I feel like if you get stuck in, in one place, it's just your life gets kind of routine and boring. So I want to like travel a lot, move around a lot. Obviously you need money for that, but like, hopefully I can make a good amount of money to do that. <laughs> Honestly, that's fair. Yeah. Well, um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you remember this or I'm not even sure if I got the chance to do it with you, but um, for our last couple of interviews, we've allowed the last part of it up to you. So like, this is your time to have the floor. If you have something that you want to share, whether you want to shout out a teammate or a family member, or if there's something that you want to let Owl Nation know, like this is your time to do it. Um, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Shout out my, my um, coaches, honestly, and my team for being like unbelievable this year. Like I've never seen people put more into a program before. And I just feel like there's only one way to go and it's up. So I can't wait. <laughs> I know I'm getting emotional too. <laughs> too. <laughs> I, this is why I wanted to do this. I, like, I get so emotional. <laughs> But Brenda, seriously, we thank you so much for joining us. It has been more than a pleasure to have you, and we wish you all the best of luck in yes. everything that you Thank you so much. This was amazing. I love this. <laughs> in honor of draft day, Riley and I have made the decision to go off of our usual course, and we're actually going to give you our top five draft predictions. Now, we know that this is going to be posted on Friday. Obviously, we're making this the day before, so we want to um, see what you guys thought of our picks and see how correct we were but before we go into it you should know that Riley and I collectively agree on our top five picks so number one pick is a no-brainer if you've been living under a rock these past couple (laughs) years then you might disagree with us but obviously the number one pick is going to be Trevor Lawrence yes and collectively we have decided the number one number two pick Zach Wilson those two I think everyone can agree on Mm -hmm. Uh, we have looked at multiple little mock drafts online everyone has trevor lawrence going to the jaguars and zach wilson going to the jets for the one and two pick and i mean talking about trevor lawrence too like we've always known like i i've known trevor lawrence since i was in eighth grade and like i knew that he was meant to be something special and for those of you who don't know the jacksonville jaguars bought out his entire wedding registry so honestly it would be a really sad day (laughs) for jacksonville if they don't pick trevor lawrence because at the end of at the end of the day it wouldn't surprise me if Trevor Lawrence isn't already scouting out houses with a real estate agent in Jacksonville because this pick is set. Oh, for sure. But now we have a little bit of an iffy when it comes to the third pick. It is going to be to San Francisco. And some people say Justin Fields. Some people say Mac Jones. But Kaylee and I collectively agree 
we think it's going to be Mac Jones. Absolutely. I mean, you can't really compare the two. Their styles of offense are a lot different. However, I think that Mac Jones is a little bit more disciplined than Justin Fields. Riley and I were talking about one of the most iconic pictures we've ever seen before. It was Mac Jones, Tua, and Jalen Hurts uh, smoking a cigar in the locker room. And that just shows you that at Alabama, especially when it comes to the quarterback position, you wait your time to play, and you play under great quarterbacks. And so I think Mac Jones is just going to suit the offense for the 49ers a little bit better and that he's going to have a, a better perspective going into it, Not obviously not to dog Justin Fields or anything because Justin Fields is a great quarterback. But I think that Mac Jones has the discipline and the leadership style that the 49ers are looking for. So that's where we sit on pick number three. I absolutely agree. And then going into number four, a no-brainer. Everyone has said this. Um just because Kaylee even mentioned earlier that the Falcons are looking to maybe trade Julio Jones, so they need someone to catch the ball. So Kyle Pitts. Yeah, obviously as a as a tight end, Kyle Pitts can do more than just receive the ball. But like we said, if the Falcons are looking to dra- or to trade Julio Jones, they're gonna need somebody to help out Matt Ryan on the offense. And Kyle Pitts was a staple player for Florida the entire time that he was there and um like we said we've Riley and I have dived into more mock drafts than you can think of and everybody pretty much has this pick set and being from Atlanta being from um this area you know there is some talk that maybe Justin Fields would go to the Falcons but that's not really what they need right now Mm -hmm. I know Matt Ryan gets trashed a lot but at the end of the day we have built our offense and everything around him and we have to continue to give him more weapons if we're gonna win yes and for number five this is where it gets controversial this is where it gets controversial so Kaylee and I were looking at a couple mock drafts and we see that the Bengals are more than likely going to pick a wide receiver they're looking at Jamar Chase well our thought is why is a wide receiver that is not Devontae Smith getting picked before Devontae Smith listen I understand that Jamar Chase comes from LSU which would make sense with him going with Joe Burrow however I think that Devontae Smith overall is just a bigger weapon and so that is our I guess our upset pick. Yes. And that's probably the one that we're going to get wrong. But, you know, we're sticking strong to our theory because the Bengals need some help on offense, and that is very noticeable. And so I understand the connection between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, but we think you go with something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Devontae Smith fan. I might be yelling Roll Tide all the time. I might get a little hate for that. But – Devontae Smith, at the end of the day, he is a has great character, great discipline. He is a great man, very worthy of the Heisman. So that is going to be our number five upset. We'll see if we're right or not. So, yeah. Let us know your thoughts. <laughs>